0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 214 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. We're so glad you're here, man. If you're new, thanks for finding us, man. We want this to be like a conversation with close friends, except we're not that close. We're in other opposite ends of the country, right?
1: <laughs> and if you but don't want know us, that we way. aren't close yet. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So you'll get to know us over the course of the next few moments. Uh, there are these three E's that we talk about every week entertain, encourage, and equip. And you might say, why entertain? Well, we started as a meme account. And so one of the things that we want to entertain you, we want to make you laugh so that you remember you're not alone in this. Like we're all in this together, which is kind of a phrase that people use a lot these days. So we need to come up with a different way to say that. But you're not alone. You're with us. We're in community. You're part of the family. So... Ladies and gentlemen, I will introduce you to Big Yonsei. <laughs>
1: Hello. Am I, uh, I I'm meeting these people for the first time? I, yeah, exactly. I don't know what's that happening. That intro
0: was a little bit of a hot mess. I yeah, don't always know how it's going to go. It's, right? They're not all home runs.
1: You know what, though? I think our people are here for it. I mean, I definitely am. <laughs> I, d- I just wish they could watch you like I get to watch you. And it's just where we headed. I don't know. I don't know where he's going.
0: I don't even know. I, I'm a little bit like Michael Scott. Like sometimes I'll start a sentence. I don't yeah. even
1: know where it's going. <laughs> uh, it's I think very that's,
0: obtuse of me.
1: I think it's something that we all love about you though. So yeah, <laughs> it's good to be here. Um, like you said, we've got those three E's. We're going to entertain you. We're going to share some prayer concerns because why not? We just, we've got to keep why the not? laughs coming. We're going to equip you, we're going to share some resources uh, just to help you in ministry and uh, with with all of the balls that you guys are always juggling, resources mm-hmm. to help you mm-hmm. out. Uh, we're going to encourage you. Uh, we've got a DM that we're going to be um, tackling today. Right. Am one. I enough for the ministry God has given me? Man, that's, oh. a, that's a question I think that we all ask at some point. So right. going to right. be sharing that. Um, and then we're going to be sharing a really great conversation that we had with Mike Donahue, uh, He is the former lead singer of 10th Avenue North, which incredible. Yeah, any of our uh, Christian band listeners from you know decade or so ago, do they still put out music? I, I'm, I'm. They not. were
0: still doing it, like I think about 20 is when they stopped.
1: I don't know what the kids are listening to these days, so I, you know.
0: Well, normally I would tell you. Yeah. You know, because I got my, I got my finger on the pulse. Uh,
1: you do of all of the kids. what
0: the kids are yeah. doing.
1: <laughs> Uh, Mike has a a book coming out. Um, So yeah, we got to sit down, chat with him about that and, um, you know, ask him some other questions. Really phenomenal conversation. So yeah, we've got Mm -hmm. some great stuff that we're sharing today.
0: Yes, we do. And right in line with great stuff that we're going to be sharing. Let us tell you about our friends at Planning Center.
1: Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com.
0: So Jennifer. Yes. Have you bought your snow boots yet for your trip to Indiana? No, no, no,
1: (laughs) no. I, well, I mean, I have, I have just boots I'm just bringing, and I'm just going to walk by, I'm going to walk by faith.
0: Walk by faith. Gotcha.
1: I will tell you this. I did try to go jeans shopping. This has been an endless, because in Phoenix, you don't need jeans that touch your shoes ever. You you can have some ankle showing in the winter and you're going to be just fine. So, um, and that has not panned out for me. So I've given up. Um, so I'm just bracing myself to be kind of cold. That's that's what what I'm doing.
0: Here's what I think. In terms of how bad it could be, mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to be there. So I think, I think it's you're coming at a good time.
1: Okay. It w- it will be cold. Hit me with some numbers. Be, I'm am I'm hit me with the numbers.
0: I think we're gonna be highs in the mid 30s. Highs in the mid 30s. Now <laughs> at night it'll you know it's gonna give a little dip. A little dip.
1: <laughs> okay. Our highs right now are the mid 70s. So um. Yeah. <laughs> You can see well, here's where, the deal. That, that's like at night,
0: you're, we're not going to be doing a lot of like night golfing or night fishing. Oh, or good, anything like okay, that. I wasn't so sure. So at night we'll be inside, you know. Okay. Kim, Kim will turn the fireplace on for you. Okay. It'll be real, real cuddly. Uh, but you know, during the day, you're gonna want to you're gonna want a coat. Okay. Maybe a hat. Maybe some earmuffs. I don't know. Oh, actually, that is a, that is great. Get...
1: I will be able to use like a beanie. And not have you people look at me like, why are beanie. you wearing that? So, okay. Right, exactly. Okay. There's some uh, silver lining. you are in
0: the desert. Why are you wearing a You don't need that on. <laughs> the sun is
1: shining and it's 70 degrees. It's a fashion so, statement.
0: <laughs> right. So, okay. If you don't know, the reason Jen is coming to Indiana is before the Refuel Conference. Yeah. It's, it's this week. Yep. It's January 20th and 21st. It's at Bethel University in Mishawaka, Indiana. Uh, We're going to be there. We're recording a live podcast. We cannot wait. You still got time to join us. Mm -hmm. we got John Egan. We've got Rita Springer. And they just added Paul Balash.
1: I'm excited about
0: that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Uncle Paul. It's always good when Uncle Paul's there. Yeah. So uh, you got the link in our bio register up for the uh for refuel join us there and then just a couple of days later we're going to be in uh, Orlando at mm-hmm. the Wave Conference worship audiovisual experience um join us there i know Jen's going to be doing some breakouts we're going to be yeah. emceeing, we're recording a podcast it's going to be a blast that's January 24th 5th and 6th in Orlando uh there's a link in our bio you can save a little money if you, uh, if you use that link, yeah, uh, in our, in our bio. So man, we're, we're, we're hitting the road this we next are. couple of weeks. Just you gotta follow join us. us.
1: Just, just come to refuel and come then follow on, us. To our land. It's like a tour. It's, it's the tour. Nobody's asked yeah, for. It's like you a and tour. It's places, like, it's very so.
0: much like a tour. It's, I think they it's exactly like us. a tour would be if we did one. Yeah. So guys, join just join us. Why, join why, us,
1: why man. not? Why not? Come on, join it's us. It's going to be a ton of fun.
0: If not now, when?
1: If not, when, how? Exactly. Just come, just come.
0: It's going to be a blast.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what else I think is going to be a blast? What's that? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns.
0: Guys, we, we love these. And you are the authors of the content for this segment, Prayer Concerns. Uh, you know, your con- conversation gives you, your con- sorry, your congregation, they give you a little feedback. Mm-hmm. Like I told you in the beginning, we want to entertain you. want to make you laugh. So it reminds you that we're all in this together and then we're going to figure it out together. Right? Yeah. Uh, so your congregation, they're going to roast you every now and then. Uh, why did you do that? Why didn't you do this instead? Why was it so loud when you did it? Why were the lights in my eyes when you did it? Why is there smoke in the room when you did it? Uh, why, you know, why, why, why? So uh, people send these in from all over the world and you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, submit yours there. We'll never share your name or your church's name. But um, th- this this segment is, this will go on my tombstone.
1: It's a favorite.
0: Prayer concerns. It's yeah. my absolute favorite. So, Let's dive right in. Prayer concern number 1. The volume of this music is causing hearing damage. Look at my phone, see? I have a decibel meter. Oh,
1: gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the phone decibel the old readers. DB meter, oh, right? Gosh, those
0: You got you gotta take your Bible, you gotta take Man. some mints. Yeah, yep. And you
1: gotta take your DB meter. Right. And you gotta you have go it to out during worship and you take your right. measurements. And then the sound guy yep. has to open Google and and pull up OSHA's um <laughs> 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 regulations and kind of put you in your place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. Why are people still wearing hats on stage? <laughs> Got a lot of hat hate out there.
1: There's so much. Like ugh. Why? Why? A lot of hat. A lot of hat. Lot of lot of hat. Of People right? cannot handle the hats. They just can't. I'm, I'm a hat guy. You are I'm a hat, hat guy. guy.
0: Yeah. I love, I love a good hat. Yeah. You know, I love yeah. a good hat. Okay, number three, prayer concern number three. Today between services, a lady approached me and asked how I picked the songs we sang. Before I had a chance to answer, she pulled out her phone and made me listen to a voice memo that she had recorded from a TBN concert on TV. She stood and watched me listen and after what felt like 5 minutes I glanced at her phone and saw the clip was 17 minutes long. <laughs> I asked <laughs> I asked her who the artist and what was the name of the artist and the song and uh, I told her I would listen to it, you know, another time and she she had no idea. She just kept saying that she danced to it in her living room. I honestly don't even remember how it ended. I might've just walked away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 17 uh, minutes, 17. man. Do you have a moment? <laughs> Let me yeah, play this re- for you. I got a screen recording. I've got I need a to 17 minute screen recording. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh, 17 gosh, minutes wow. from TBN. No
1: from t- yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. who the artist is. I don't know anything. I just know I danced. I just, dan- yeah. just dance. I, I
0: know. Just, it was very danceable. Very dan- <laughs> dance-able. <laughs> this
1: song's very dancey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like last week, the music it's was music-y. very music y. Yeah. Yeah. This is very dancey.
1: Very dancey. dance-y. dance-y.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Number four prayer concern number four. On an anonymous survey given out to the church, one person wrote in the comments about the music We need different songs or use the song's music. <laughs> Used the songs that we used when Jeremy was here. <laughs> Jeremy was the worship pastor nine years ago. <laughs> I've been here for seven years. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. They've been waiting for that moment. I've been, I've been, waiting, been waiting for, for the anonymous church survey to go out. <laughs> Where is
0: Jeremy? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Okay, so number five. This is the last one. We call it the bottom of the pudding cup because it's the last one. So this is prayer concern number five. I recently got some feedback that we cannot sing the song I Lay Me Down by Chris Tomlin because it's too suggestive in nature and we have young men who struggle with this concept. (laughs) <laughs> so i'm pretty sure tomlin's been accused of a lot of stuff right you know
1: tomlin do you know what you a big wrote? big target he's <laughs> the biggest guy on the block. he you... gets like all... oh now my. he's
0: a, he's making a stumbling block for
1: the wow. young man wow oh no is he going mainstream that's <laughs> <laughs> step away from the line oh, tomlin come yes back. come on chris come back chris,
0: chris. Back. <laughs> oh, Oh my gosh, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sending these in. Uh, please snorted. keep them coming. Yeah, it was that was pretty epic, man. Um, please keep them coming. You can DM those to us on the socials or head over to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab and, and submit yours there. We love you all. Thank you for sending those in. Well, you know what it's time for now. It's time to slide into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AVs since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV5666 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. So our DMs are always open, and uh, we love that you uh, enter into this dialogue with us. We have conversations with people all the time. If you have a question or something you're wrestling with, or um, you know something you're not sure how to do, like we don't have every answer, we got a we got a bag full of answers, you know. And if we don't have it, or one of our team doesn't have it, we'll we'll figure out a way to connect you to the person who can help you solve it. Uh, so people are always sending in. DMs. And uh, this week we're going to tackle one that just, it says, am I enough for the ministry God has given me? Mm. Man, that made me a little sad when I read that, you know, yeah. that's somebody who's somebody who's wrestling. I mean, can I just say, no, yeah, you're not. I'm not. Jen's right. not. Like, none of us are enough. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, none of us are enough. So we do this in the strength of the Lord, yeah. right. Through the prompting of the Holy spirit and the leading and the guide as we, as we pray and read God's word, mm-hmm. we do this all in, through him and in him. And, uh, I, that's my first thing I would say. The second thing, if, if you couldn't do it, he wouldn't have entrusted it to you to yeah. be the, the facilitator of it. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's so good. I mean, it, It's like he's, he's put everything in us. He's given us everything that we need to be able to handle what he's put in front of us. And yeah, there's times we don't feel, (laughs) we don't feel equipped enough or ready enough or like we can handle it. Uh, But like you said, no, none of us are in and of ourselves. And that's why we do it with God. We, it's designed so that we will be reliant on him. So that we turn right. to him so that every day we know we can't do it in my own strength. God, I don't have the answers. I don't have all the plans. I don't, I don't know everything. And that's why I need you. And that's why I need your strength. And I mean, ultimately that's what leads to him getting the glory. I Amen. think the moment we think we are enough and we can handle all of it, we're in a dangerous place.
0: Absolutely. We're run. in a dangerous place. So Run. Yeah. If you can do it in your own strength. Right. Run. Yeah. Run.
1: Man. Man, you came Where's out a- the gate though, swinging. You just, well, I
0: mean, yeah, it kind of, I I felt, I felt for that person and I've wrestled with that myself and I just Mm -hmm. wanted Mm to,
1: we've all, we've all been there, friend.
0: Hang in there, fam. If that was yours, hang in there. Yep. Well, uh, as Jen said earlier, we recently, we made a new friend and, you know, we've listened to him uh, for a long, long time. And so uh, before we jump into our interview, let me tell you about our friends at Elation uh, today's interview is brought to you by our friends at Elation Lighting. Elation is a fantastic company that has also been a sponsor of Free Church AV from the very beginning. Since 1992, Elation has developed and engineered the most complete toolbox of conventional and intelligent stage lighting, LED lighting, and video and at- atmospheric effect effects products for many industries, including houses of worship, the new KL Profile FC Uh, features over 10,000 lumens, full-spectrum color mixing, and ultra-wide zoom range of 6 degrees to 50 degrees. So no matter the distance from the light to your platform, Elation has you covered. Uh, This fixture also comes with 10 glass gobos. Elation's mission is simple, to provide the best-in-class products and superior customer service, supporting churches and designers with the tools they need to achieve their vision check out the new KL Profile FC and the whole array of Elation products at the link in our bio. And now our conversation with Mike Donaghy. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is thrilled to have Mike Donaghy with us today. Mike, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for naming your podcast, Worship Leader
0: Problems.
2: I just love that.
0: <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah, it just kind of, it, there was no plan. I just needed to vent a little bit after being a worship pastor for a really long time. And so that seemed like an appropriate name. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Talking to Mike Donahue, man. Venting and finding cool. solutions, empathy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But
2: there's a lot of people who just see the title and go, I feel so seen and heard. <laughs> right. right
1: well,
0: that's the hope. That's the hope.
1: I love it. He's got his hot coffee he's drinking. You're pouring he's ready, it. Man. You're pouring I it do. like out of a little thermos right there. Yeah. I just watched you refill. So he's ready. Nice. I'm, nice. I'm, such a,
2: I'm such a coffee snob that I have to put it in a thermos to keep it hot and then pour it into a six ounce cup because any bigger than that. And. <laughs> Like the flavors, it's got to hit the porcelain to cool it to the right (laughs) drinking temperature.
1: That's actually really smart. I might need to do that. These are
2: worship leader problems. These are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. We already have a solution and we're what one minute in. Right. When you
2: you (laughs) get that early Sunday morning call, you know, because you got (laughs) to rehearse before the service. It's like 530. You need to know what you're doing with your coffee. Mike just
1: gave everyone a big life tip, so I hope you guys wrote that one down.
2: (laughs) Caffeine is the sanctified drug of Christianity.
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, Mike, we are so excited uh, to have you here. So how's 2023 been for you so far? We're pretty early into it, so. Can
2: I tell you what? Can I tell you something?
1: Yeah. It has
2: already been the hardest uh, year ever, but also- Have had stunning shimmering moments of splendor so mm. you know mm. highs and lows baby
0: yeah right
1: that, that was a lot of alliteration
0: right S- you hit the ground S- running <laughs>
1: stunning <laughs> shinner, think about i just
0: watched uh splendor <laughs> josh allen
2: the quarterback of the bills yeah talking yeah. about did you see last i don't know when this is going to air but uh the first Kickoff of their first game back after DeMar Hamlin, you know, they're playing the Patriots. Unbelievable. Yep. Runs back for touchdown. Josh Allen was yep. talking about it in a press conference about he's just like, God's real. And he starts choking yeah. up. He said, the, right. It was exactly three years and three months since the last Bills' kickoff return for touchdown.
0: Wow. Um, and he's wow. number three. <laughs> That's, That's incredible.
2: Anyway. Wow. Wow. So, wow. you know, that's it. Like the, the glory is found in the pain. I'm I'm slowly mm-hmm. starting to accept that.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, man, that's gosh. Buckle there up, we went guys. deep.
2: There we go. <laughs> right,
0: buckle up. Um. Okay, so we all sort of met you during your multiple decades with 10th Avenue North, one of my favorite bands. So that's yeah. I got. I got to tell you the song "Warn." Let's go. I still I still listen all the time, and I will not. I'll never forget we had somebody come in and interview for our worship team and the song they chose to sing was worn. That's and awesome. I was completely wiped out after they sang it. And I'm like trying to compose myself and move on with the, with the interview. It was, it was challenging. So man, thank you for just all the great songs. And that one, that one's on my, uh, my Mount Rushmore. So really, really appreciate it. Um, okay. So you moved into a new chapter. Um mm-hmm. So you're all these things, like you're a husband, a dad, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a podcast host. Um, Like, how are you enjoying the new season, kind of post 10th Avenue North?
2: You know, you could hear all those labels and say, wow, what a renaissance man. Or, <laughs> wow, that guy can't make up his mind. <laughs> Or wow, that guy must be just talented enough to start things and not talented enough to keep them
0: going. He's a tremendous starter, you know. Mike is a, tr- a tremendous He's an starter. entrepreneur of talent. <laughs> you
2: know, I don't know. It, 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 it's so tough. Even I was talking to my buddy who his book agent was saying, "Yeah, man, books by Christian musicians are usually pretty terrible." Um, I, I, that's not my words. I'm quoting someone else. And I think there's this weird thing where some people sort of like do other things because hey, that's another item I can sell on my mm-hmm. merch table. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was actually a blogger before I was a songwriter. Like, remember MySpace? Yeah, dating oh, myself here. Yeah. Uh and. I don't know. Writing has always just been – I I've, I kind of have always viewed music as a tool to deliver truth, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. end all. And some people, it's like they are just so beautifully 100% musicians that they don't – you know, the music says enough for them. Uh, and for me, I've been sort of lyric first from the get-go, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Fantastic.
2: Wow. so. Hence the uh, podcasting and yada, yada, right? Yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I miss
1: yeah. MySpace. I think that we can yeah. bring that back. That, that's Pretty back bad, when we had man. to put more intelligent thoughts together to
2: I don't, <laughs> release on I don't, social media. <laughs> I don't miss the anxiety of deciding who your top eight were going to be. That's true, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did not enjoy man, that at all. That's... <laughs> so
1: uh, you're releasing a new book this year called Grace in the Gray. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, well, worship leader problems. Uh, I mean, anyone who's played music for a group of human beings uh, has been assaulted with opinion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, And I have a unique perspective. I think just having played in probably over a thousand different churches, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think we might have played in every possible denomination in America, (laughs) at least. Uh, And through that i really learned you know actually i think the church in america at least is a lot more unified than they realize mm. Mm. and they just let these few things kind of drive wedges where they don't need to be driven so mm. i got you know i'm i've never shied away from conflict or saying my opinion on things mm. and honestly what happened is at the beginning of the pandemic I just, I just kept doing what I usually do. I'm just saying stuff that I guess some other musicians might not feel the, the need to say. And <clears throat> I started having some lively conversations with people. <laughs> and I grew up very argumentative. Uh, but through being in a band, I had to learn how to put relationship over winning
1: mm-hmm.
2: like mm. as my top yeah. priority. Right. And so pandemic starts, and I just start getting curious with people who are very angry because you can never be as angry as you can be on social media when you have that oh built-in oh anonymity no. between yes. you and the other person. Uh, and it was amazing. What ended up happening is people started going, hey, so I saw what you said about whatever. I don't agree with your position, but I was really convicted at the way you were talking to the people who disagreed with you. Mm-hmm. And as that went on, I started going, I think this could be a teaching moment here, that this mm-hmm. could be a book mm-hmm. that I may not change your position on things. Um, Cause I thought I was going to start the book about like uh, just take every controversial topic in Christendom and, give you both sides and then tell you why I know the real truth. Uh, And then I realized a lot of the people who have differing opinions on certain subjects, they actually have way better reasons for believing that than I did. Uh, And I said, you know what? Maybe I could just help people. If I can't help them with their position, maybe I could help them with their posture.
1: Mm. That's good. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, Gosh, if you've spent five minutes on social media or five minutes watching cable news or, or whatever, man, it's just people destroying each other in mm. these little 30-second sound bites.
2: Yeah, and people go, do you think we're more divisive than ever? Um, I would say no. I mean, 150 years ago, we had a civil war in America. Right. Yeah. You know, uh <laughs> brothers were shooting and killing brothers. I mean, you know, Cain killed Abel. I think we've mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. had a divisive problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um it's just now everyone has a microphone. Right. So you just hear everybody's opinion now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. Wow. Okay, and so you even you point out that we almost always make assumptions based on what we can see. So like any any advice for for believers on like jumping on the false assumption train?
2: So here's a here's a tough thing for worship leaders. I worked at a church and I remember, and and a lot of churches have this, and I get I get it why, but they'll have like a policy. I will not drink alcohol if I work this church. Mm. So I actually worked at a church for seven years where I, I made I was like, cool. Uh but often the reason they would do that. And, and I'm not going to start a whole conversation about alcohol, but the reason they would do that is they would cite in Thessalonians when it says, um, "Let there not be any e- let there not be any appearance of evil named among you." Okay, anyone who's worked at a church has heard this verse.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's really problematic to translate it, appearance, because the the Greek word actually means. Uh, the practice of evil. And so actually, Mm -hmm. depending on Mm -hmm. what translation of the Bible you read, about half of the English translations use the word appearance. The other half use the word practice or Mm. form, um, mode, you know. Uh, And I I cite that because so often in the church, we think the way we appear is equal to godliness.
1: Mm.
0: And
2: that's a huge problem, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: okay?
2: Especially because When I look at Jesus, I go, Jesus actually was Mm. counter-appearance. Let me explain that. He's getting called a drunk and a glutton. Why? He had a reputation because of the people he assimilated with, Mm. because of the people he hung out with. And you're like, oh, yeah, he hung out with sinners. I love that about Jesus. Yay. (laughs) Here's the problem. He also hung out with the Pharisees. Right. So, he was ticking everybody off. Everyone's mm-hmm. like you be our guy. You be mm-hmm. our team. He's mm-hmm. like no, everybody is my kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are so worried about appearance, um we we miss the chance to walk and live like
1: Jesus. Mm. Man. Oof. Man that's so good. Um <clears throat> I'm really excited about this book, but uh, you yeah, you present a ch- you present a challenge in the book around seeing other people
2: mm-hmm. as
1: a threat. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> and asking people to take a moment because you know whatever that threat that perceived threat might be, that's such an important reminder. Can you unpack that for us just a little bit?
2: What that means to see someone as a threat,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or that mm-hmm. they see us as a threat. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I mean, any time where you have to win. Whatever you're arguing about, you have to understand on the other side, you are now a threatening force. I I think the pandemic, like, again, not trying to start a whole, again, like, I thought this was what the book was about and I realized it wasn't. But (laughs) you take the vaccine, for instance. So there's a whole group of people who feel threatened by this virus. Right. Mm -hmm. And. They're scared, and rightfully so, because there are certain people very vulnerable that Mm. if if they don't get a vaccine, they could get and die. Then there's another group Mm. who is afraid that they themselves could infect someone else if they don't get vaccinated and do their part, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then there's another group who is scared to death that the government is going to take away their rights to have autonomy over their bodies. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize, like, so everyone is just perceiving different threats, mm. right? And I, I was having a conversation with a lady, and she was really hot, and she was going off about I think it was like Novak Djokovic, and like how dare he, blah 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 blah. Mm. And I and I and I was like talking to her about. I was like, Do you really think? Because I just I just like poking the bear a little bit sometimes. <laughs> and, and well, and we were getting nowhere, and then I just said, Hey, um. So do you feel afraid? It was a real left turn, you know? Yeah. Mm, she mm. starts crying, okay? Oh and so all of a sudden, we go from having this really hot debate to I'm praying for her. Mm. And mm. I think mm. we have to remember, especially as children of God, that curiosity and kindness are always going to open doors mm-hmm. where oftentimes debate never will.
1: Right. Mm. Mm.
2: Um, Oof. another good thing to remember when you're arguing with someone and you feel threatened is just to remember that Paul says something so annoying. He says, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And man, it sure feels like I'm wrestling against flesh and blood sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah it does. And so to have to remember no. This is, as the book of Jude says, this is someone who has been taken captive, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's a really helpful way to view people when you're in the middle of a debate. Like, even if you are so dead sure that you are correct, maybe consider them as a captive and not an aggressor. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. Man, oh man. And even, okay, so you mentioned, you know, if you've led worship for you know, five minutes or whatever in a look at so for for people who are maybe just starting out in ministry, that is such an important word for when, you know, Elsie, sister Elsie comes up to you after the service and wants to know why you didn't sing, I'll fly away, or why you sang this instead of that, or did why are the lights so bright or why is it sound so I mean to to remember that posture as you're dealing with people in the congregation
2: so something i wish someone had told me when i was a 22 year old worship leader at a church because i had that exact thing and i write about it in the book it actually took i had gotten so smug because i was like you guys are obviously dumb uh we shouldn't be disagreeing we're supposed to be unified right so in the name of unity someone has to make the decisions and i'm the one who knows what to do so you're all stupid and I am, and I talk about the smug monster that kind yeah. of grows in oh my gosh. heart because let's yeah. be honest, I'm always nervous for young worship leaders mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of times they're people who have had no real change, no real encounter with the Holy Spirit. Like a lot of the worship leaders I met in college were just the one kid who knew how to play guitar in high Absolutely. school. Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. And
2: so they're yeah. thrust into this spiritual position that they're just not equipped for. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and they're look, they're looked at and perceived as the spiritual authority. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't think they even realize that that by getting up on stage, they're being viewed a certain way. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh it took we did this uh conference and Brennan Manning. Do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah for yeah. me, I read all his books. He a mm-hmm. like rock star of Jesus mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and they're we're going in the last session. Like anything you would, uh, anything we can do different this next time, Brennan. And I'm feeling, I mean, this is at our college and I, I mean, I'm just feeling like the man I'm leading worship with Brennan man speaking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he swivels in his chair and he's like, he looks right at me. He goes, you young man." I'm like, yeah, yeah. He guess last night was terrible. <laughs> 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 no. He goes, I left it on a really tender moment and you and your band got up there. And you just turned it into like a dance party. And that was completely not the right thing to do. And then he like spun back and just let's pray. (laughs) Like (laughs) he doesn't care at all. And I, it destroyed me. And what I didn't know, and this is what I wish I knew. Disagreement is not the sign that something is unhealthy in your church. Mm -hmm. It's actually the proof that you're in relationships to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Okay. If everyone agrees with you 100% of the time, you're actually not in a relationship with anyone but yourself. Mm. If the God I pray Mm -hmm. to never disagrees with me, I'm not praying to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you go, no, no, no. Just everyone. We're all like-minded. We're all just (laughs) like-minded. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they're all just scared to tell you the truth because they know you'll get super defensive or super defeated.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, as a
2: Christian, we ought to be the least defensive and least defeated people Mm. in the world. Now, let me just say this, and I'll shut up because I've talked quite a long time here. But that's the point, right? We're in an interview. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I am so fascinated at how many churches don't take Ephesians 4 seriously. Where Paul says, God has given, I'm pretty sure it's Ephesians 4. Now I want to check myself. He said he's (laughs) given apostles, teachers, uh, shepherds, evangelists, and prophets. prophets. Mm -hmm. For what? For building up the body. To do what? To maintain the unity Mm -hmm. of the body and peace. Every church I've been to just about has maybe two of those. Oh, this is an evangelist church. They're all about getting people saved. Oh, this is an apostolic prophetic church. This is a real teaching shepherd kind of a church. Why don't more churches have all five of those pastors? I'll tell you why. Because it means everyone's going to be disagreeing all the time. I know because I was in a band that had five very different personalities. <laughs> And I go, isn't that beautiful that he's saying unity doesn't mean everyone's agreeing. Mm-hmm. It means mm-hmm. everyone honors the other priorities. Right. It's different.
1: Right. You know, it's, it's interesting too, because I know in the church, obviously unity is important. And I do think that's a word that, you know, is thrown out there a lot. But what do you think, you know, sometimes in congregations, there is this, oh, we we have unity and we don't ever want to be dishonoring. And I think it can slip into this, like you said, where maybe people aren't being honest. Um, and they do it under the banner of, well, let's have unity. And it's dishonoring if you have a differing opinion or it's dishonoring yep. if, you, mm-hmm. if you say something. And I do feel like we kind of get into, it, it's almost like muddied waters. It's hard because it's like, I have a disagreement with my pastor. I have a differing thought. I don't want to be dishonoring, but because of unity, quote, um, there's no outlet to to approach or to express this, you know, and it kind of becomes this, this issue, you know, do do you see that a lot? What is, maybe what is something we could do?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I get it because pastors are always being assaulted with opinions.
1: Yep. Like
2: having just been a worship pastor, Mm
1: -hmm. I
2: I get it. So I Mm. get the fatigue and the exhaustion, I think that's probably where it starts for pastors and why they kind of shut it down. Yeah, uh, I have seen things like town hall meetings in some churches. Here's what I want to say that's going to be kind of offensive probably is be that as it may, whether you're exhausted or fatigued, if your pastoral team does not love critique, They are not wise. They are fools.
0: Mm.
2: I'm not saying that. That is the book of Proverbs. Mm. Over and over and Mm. over and over and over. I don't don't even know how many times. Maybe 15 times in the book of Proverbs. It says, a wise man loves rebuke. A Mm. foolish man hates it. Mm. Mm. So we have to figure out a way to shift our posture to love being disagreed with. Mm. Because if we're not, we're becoming foolish.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: man, man, man.
1: I was saying maybe even like I think what's hard is it comes from our own perspective because we see when someone disagrees with us, it's almost like we we hold our opinions, our stances. It's like this is part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Instead of kind of going, they're not, they're, they're not attacking my identity as a human. They just have a different opinion. They have a different perspective. But I think that maybe we we start to hold these stances so closely that when you disagree with me, you are saying. You hate me as a human. (laughs) I'm the scum of the earth. I shouldn't exist. And that's just, it's just not the right, you know, I think it's something we all got to fight against.
2: And what Mm -hmm. you just said, how on earth can you cure that talk in your head? Yeah. Right. Is the gospel.
1: Right. Yep. Yep.
2: And I think we constantly forget that Romans two, four says the kindness of God is meant to lead us to repentance. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
2: And so you're like, well, How am I trying to change through God's kindness or some other method? Mm.
1: Mm.
2: And a real simple litmus test is what does the voice in your head sound like when you screw up?
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: Is it condemning or convicting? Mm. Is it cruel or is it curious? Mm. To speak of our adversary and our helper, is it accusatory or is it comforting? You go, what do you mean? I go, look at the way God talks to Adam and Eve after they've wrecked all of humanity. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he does Mm -hmm. not sound like the voice in our head. Yeah, The voice in our head would have come to Adam and Eve and said, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. I can't believe you. Mm -hmm. You did this after all I've done for you. No. He says, hey, where are you? Mm -hmm. Who told Mm -hmm. you that?
1: Yeah. What? Mm -hmm.
2: Frederick Buechner points out, God was the first psychotherapist. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man,
0: guys. So we're going to get to the big room question in a second, but man, you got to go, go grab a copy of grace in the gray for sure. And then hit rewind on this interview and just listen to it again, because this is, uh, Man, what a helpful perspective, especially for, for our, the, those, those who listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. I mean, who are, are serving the local church. So, um, Mike, we, we end every interview with the big room question. So if we could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers and every production leader and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone, what would you want to say to them? that you haven't already said, I mean, it's, this is, this has been like one giant big room answer, which is awesome. Right.
2: <laughs> well, okay. Three things real quick. Number one, forgive. Mm. I, I just, if Christ says the one thing keeping you from experience God's forgiveness is whether or not you're going to extend that forgiveness, Matthew 6, 13 and 14, uh, that ought to be at the top of every person's priority list. Mm-hmm. To identify offendedness and bitterness. Because until you deal with those, you're not going to be able to get along peaceably with anyone. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'd say this. Having gotten to stand on some stages and having seen God use small little offerings of songs still blows my mind. Even as you were talking about the song Warren at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I had a friend, we were on tour, and he goes, man, don't you just love how God uses these songs? It's like five loaves and two fish, man. I go, yeah, sometimes. Mm. He goes, what you mean? I go, sometimes God takes this little offering that we bring and he expands it and explodes it. And people are ministered. like So for a worship leader, he, you're ministered to in the service and God uses this feeble little offering and he, and he blesses people. Sometimes this offering looks like a year's worth of perfume poured out on just mm. his feet. Mm -hmm. and i need you to know both are worthy sacrifice Mm -hmm. the sacrifice is on us the metrics are on him yeah how he decides to use it and so that leads me to the last point please stop praying for god to use you Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. here i am send me that's not the same thing Mm. that is mm. god i present myself useful that's mm. the prayer so many of us me included we were praying and praying god use our band use me use me in this service use me in the service well what happens when god taps you on the shoulder he goes what if i want to use the other worship guys mm. well use me first mm. <laughs> use me more yeah. Yeah. we have to be so careful in the church that our Being used by him never trumps our core identity of being loved by him. Mm. Okay, so now I don't pray that God uses me. I say, God, I would love for you to use me. And I present myself useful to you. But at the end of the day, I just say, God, move. That way, Mm. when God uses someone else, some other worship leader, some other church, some other band, some other song, guess what? I don't get overcome with jealousy. I get to participate in the joy of seeing God move.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Come on, man. It's so good. Uh, so obviously what you need to do is also go follow Mike on socials and it's D-O-N-E-H-E-Y. Uh, and guys, grab a copy of Grace in the Gray.
2: Let's go. Um,
0: man, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. And thank you for... um. Your authenticity in yeah. how you answered all these questions, man, just really, really appreciate the time. Yeah. My my pleasure. Thank you for yours. That is a good dude.
1: Man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I ordered his book.
0: Did like, you really? Oh yeah.
1: I can't wait to get it. It, it just oh, I mean, man. just just hearing what he had to say, hearing his heart and then uh, getting to kind of, you know, we got that little press release kind of thing that gives you a little bit more of a, some insight into the book. Oh yeah. Ordered, ordered. It's Amazon's going to be on my doorstep with it.
0: (laughs) Well, and guys, make sure you go order it. Grace in the gray. Yeah. Um, It's a five day reading plan uh, by Mike Donahue. And this book is going to it's going to rock a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, go follow him on the socials. And it's uh, Mike, D-O-N-E-H-E-Y um, for Donahue. Uh, just a really, really solid dude, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Loved, I loved. I love that conversation. Yeah, it's a
1: good time. Good time. Guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 214 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe wherever it is that you are uh, consuming this podcast. Just go ahead and hit subscribe. Um, that Sum way you never, up, you never have on. to go look for us. We just show up bright and early every Tuesday morning, ready for you to hit play and to yeah. start your day right. You know, you start your day right. Like a cup of coffee, some devotions, and then worship leader props. It needs to be yep. that top three, you know, we're the top three the of your life. The best part
0: of waking up
1: is W On
0: Tuesdays is P WLP and your cup. In your- <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that out, works. I, I don't
1: think it works, but <laughs> subscribe. That's basically all we're asking you to do. <laughs> okay. Hey, do us a favor. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some yeah, nice man. words in there. Just, just say something nice. Use yeah. some emojis. Well,
0: give us, give us a little sugar. A little
1: <laughs> <laughs> just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. And maybe this week, share it with someone, send the podcast to some friends, family members, your team, post it on your social media share the podcast. We really think this is something that will add value to people's lives. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for following us on all of the socials, for interacting, for uh, for for commenting, for, you know, just just having good fun with us. We are having fun yeah, over there on all the socials. Thank you so much. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props.
0: Yes, and we hope you do. We hope you do. And guys, another thing we hope you do, go check out our friends at mavenmediaproductions.com. If you have need for graphic design, social media plan, you know, like developing a plan, like a strategic plan for how your church or your ministry or your business is going to use social media uh, man, Maven, they are the people to do it. Mm. They're doing so much for us and uh, so much for the podcast and, and, and for all of Worship Leader Props. We love those folks. So check them out at mavenmediaproductions.com. Mm. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to 214. Until next time, deuces.
1: Smell you later.